When you meet somebody, the first thing you do when you see people, meet them, when you, when you say, I relate to you, what you're relating to, first of all, is there an archetypal pattern that you feel in resonance with. When you come back and you report in about someone and you say, I don't know, I can't get a fix on them. What it is is you can't figure out any of their archetypal patterns. You can't crack a code. You can't get in there. You can't crack a code. And therefore, you come back and you report in and you say, I don't know, I can't figure them out. You don't trust them. You don't trust them because you can't get into That's an archetypal That's Caroline pattern. Mace. And this is The Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Thursday. I am thankful for you tuning in with me today with a very popular speaker and spiritual intuitive, Caroline Mace, who is back on the show to talk about archetypes. She talks about what they are what they mean, and what role they play in our relationships with ourselves and with others. Another very fascinating clip that I hope you get a ton of value from. And so without further ado, here's Caroline Mace. Enjoy. Each of us, each of us has a certain pattern of archetypes in us. Not all the same, Each of us has a chemistry, a mandala of particular archetypes in us. And these we have a contract with. We do. We have archetypes in us. And they call us, draw us. They are like pulses in us. And um, the book, Archetypes, Who Are You? I wrote that to introduce people to what's it feel like? What's it feel like to, to, to make contact with an archetype? What's it feel like? What, what do I sense? How do I know what my archetype is and what it isn't? How do I know that? And if I have this archetype, do other people relate in the same way who have this archetype? Yes. When you meet somebody, the first thing you do when you see people, meet them, when you, when you say, I relate to you, what you're relating to, first of all, is there an archetypal pattern that you feel in resonance with. When you come back and you report in about someone and you say, I don't know, I can't get a fix on them. What it is is you can't figure out any of their archetypal patterns. You can't crack a code You can't get in there. You can't crack a code. And therefore, you come back and you report in and you say, I don't know, I can't figure figure them out. You don't trust them. You don't trust them because you can't get into an archetypal pattern. 
And therefore, well, that's that. They're, they're probably weird. <laughs> yeah, that's what you'll do. You'll simply stamp weird and keep going, right? And, some, and you don't realize they're looking at you and saying weird. And it's a, it doesn't occur to you because you're in charge of the world. And this is something you believe. And that, too, is an archetype. That, too, is an archetype. The belief that you're the center of the universe. That, too, is an absolute archetype. That the whole universe starts and ends with you. That justice starts and ends with you. That you are the one calling the shots on this planet. And doesn't, you mean people don't know it? <laughs> I write the rules. I write the rules. I declare who is what and what is so. And here's the rule book. And then you meet someone else who, who's just like that, and you come back and you say, what a control freak. <laughs> Another archetype. And, I'll, and I've, you know, because I teach and then I do these smaller workshops where I get to meet, really get to know people. And I've said, I said to this one person, that person's a control freak. And of course, so often you are aggressive toward a person who's just like you. Yes. And when a control freak meets a control freak, You want to buy tickets to that. So, yeah, it's fun. And you just want to sit back and say, oh, let them have it, you know. Wait till the black eyes start and you can step in. So, and this, this person said to me, I'm telling you, she is such a control freak. I work with this woman, and I said, and what does she do? Well, and, da, 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 da. and I said, are you like that? Yeah, but I have reasons. I'm sure you do. And I bet all of them are just the right ones. Well, yes, and out comes the rationale. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, that's the control. Do I have any control freaks here? Okay, that's, that's, now here's the thing about being an archetype, knowing an archetype in you. Here's the delight when you start finding out what your archetype is. And this is just the beginning. For me, entering into the world of archetypes, it was as if I found an archive of universal knowledge versus information. In doing medical intuitive readings, I, I did a reading. Readings for me started out with trying to find out why you were sick and identify an illness. There is no benefit to that. Zero. It won't help you at all. Because at the end of the day, you know why you're sick. You don't need my help. So let's move on. Then there's the stage at which you need to discover, well, why am I not healing? Quite frankly, you also know that. But here comes an archetype 
that helped me to figure that out. And I realized every one of us has that archetype. And now my own a, a window of perception is now getting wider, but it's also getting deeper. And, and now, for me in my own journey, which now we're going back to the 90s, the depth charges, I'm now getting depth charges. And for me, when the depth charges started, it was as if I am focused, I am now alert. The saboteur archetype. Now I'm onto something. I recognize, oh my God, there's a saboteur. At first, I called it a principle. Except that it was always the same in each of us that makes it an archetype. An archetype. It behaves identically in all of us. Now I have to study this. I'm focused. I am eating this up like I used to eat Frosted Flakes. I'm hooked. I'm watching this archetype in every single person now because I know it's an archetype. No matter who I meet, I know it's there. Now it's just a matter of let me see how it's going to turn up. Why is it there? Why? So I ask myself, not does this person have a saboteur, but because I now know it's there, now my question shifts from an is it there to how does this person sabotage themselves? I'm past the wonderment. I know it's of active force. When is the saboteur going to come out? What's the trigger point? And now I ask my, I, I know why. Why do we do that? That became my real rich focus. Why do we sabotage ourselves? I had to figure that out. And then I, then I saw it. Why do we do that? And I put this against a mystery board of it's not an, an outside force that comes in and goes and, and, and oh no, because we would love to blame. We always want to blame someone, something, our childhood, our mommy, our daddy, our this, our that, for why our lives are the way they are or why we don't try, or why we're unhappy. Blame is the saboteur. Blame is the voice of the saboteur. Because there's an inherent part of us that simply does not want to rise to the next level of responsibility. We don't want it. We like to dream about it. We like to imagine ourselves as more responsible and, and reaping the benefits from it. We like to fantasize about it. But in the end, the saboteur walks hand in hand with the child in us. And it's a decision as to whether or not we stay with the child that wants to find someone else to take responsibility for our choices in our life, 
or whether we finally stand up and stop sabotaging and rise to the next level of power. Now, that's tied directly to whether or not you can heal. Because people who sabotage themselves cannot heal certain illnesses, and it's as simple as that. So if you come to me now and you say, why am I not healing? Why did I get sick? Don't you even think for a moment that I will tell you, well, it's because of your childhood. I will open you up with a dagger. (laughs) And I will take you into your psyche and I will pull out your saboteur. And I will pull out your wounded child and your orphan without mercy. (laughs) Because I don't have mercy with illness. I do not have mercy with illness. If you're facing death, you face it with a dagger. I do not sit there with you and, oh, you poor thing. I come at it like a warrior and a mad one. Love you, Carolyn. Right? This is why you have to know your archetypes, because here we go. Here's the next level. Everything about what I'm telling you is simply impersonal. The next stage of what you have to know about what we are talking about is that the whole realm of archetypal knowledge is totally impersonal. Big thanks to Caroline Mace for stopping by. I got this clip from YouTube. It is entitled Caroline Mace Archetypes. Her website is Caroline Mace. Her Instagram is also Caroline Mace. And the book that obviously resonates most with today's talk is entitled Archetypes, Who Are You? And if you want to look further into archetypes, then you can go to her website and type in archetype and a whole list of resources will pop up that you can check out. And I'll have all the links to connect with her and her work and everything that I just mentioned. They will all be in the show description below so you can go and check that out. And lastly, when you get a chance, please follow the show, share it, or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts. Truly, truly thankful and appreciate you for doing that. And that is a wrap for me. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you back here tomorrow. So until then, stay strong. Later. Later.